Welcome back to Permanent Detour. You know, we've we've been away for a little while. Uh, it's still our shortest break yet. Two yep. months is nothing compared to hey, our... Less than two months, a month and a half. Two, two years. Yeah, a little bit less than two years. But, you know, it's just busy time of year with Thanksgiving and the holidays and all that. But we're happy to be back. Yeah, you know, we had, we had to take a break. We're, we're really busy. Yeah, we're so busy. <laughs> but a lot of things have happened in the two months we've been gone. That's true. Um, first and foremost being Halo Infinite. The campaign finally came out. Yes. Now, no. Let's preface this with Halo is probably our personal favorite shooter series, it, but uh, one of my personal favorite series of all time. It's definitely been mine forever. Uh, Halo Reach was the first game I really ever played to any sort of like. That's the first game I really got into when I was like what ten, eleven. Yeah, I st- I started out with Halo Three, and then I played Reach, and then I went back and played every game because I loved it. And now we've, now we've reached an age where Halo's kind of coming back after uh, a couple of bad years, I'd say, with Halo Four being so-so, and then Halo Five being much, much worse. Yeah, I can't believe it's been six years since Halo Five. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, Master Chief Collection is kind of what kept the franchise alive. Yes, Master Chief Collection. Well, when it launched, it wasn't exactly yeah. Well, in the best Master Chief Collection is but... older than Halo Five, isn't it? I think a little bit, yeah. Yeah, at least. But now that game is, like, excellent. Like, a must-have if oh, you yeah. have an Xbox. Plus it's on Game Pass. Plus Halo Infinite's on Game Pass. You can literally play the best games for, what, 15 bucks a month? Yeah. It's, it's, it's I mean, non-sponsored. It's a really good deal, but now let's talk more about Halo Infinite. All right, well, what are your thoughts on the campaign? Um, well, let's touch on the multiplayer real quick before we move into campaign, because that released earlier. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, if you haven't played it by now, play it. It's free. Like, yeah, you, it's, liter- free. it's literally free. Even if you don't have Game Pass, it's just free. Which is interesting, because, like, I think that's how they're trying to differentiate themselves from Vanguard and Battlefield 2042, which both launched to not the best reception. What do you mean? Those games launched, like, a month ago, and they're already on sale. Nobody's playing them. Yeah, I think Vanguard is just, like... It, a ton of development issues and like it just being like a standard cod game i don't, feel like don't defend them these big companies are trying to sell us an oh no i'm not game. defending them it's just like <laughs> you know it's it's a thing the same thing with battlefield is like every single battlefield since like battlefield 4 is like launched in a terrible state yeah uh, not, i wouldn't say battlefield 1 did i played battlefield mm, 1 at it was launch. still kind of glitchy at the beginning it was it was weird but it wasn't like it wasn't as bad as this current game they removed like so many features in this new game like, there's a list of features online yep. of, like, a hundred things from previous Battlefields are just absent from 2042. Yep. Oh, yeah. And to be fair, this is my main criticism of Halo Infinite's multiplayer. It's just, the like, what's there is great, but there's so many things from previous Halos that are now just gone. Yeah, I feel like we should have a little bit more. But on the bright side, it's free. Like, the, at least the multiplayer, it's free, so you don't lose $60 as if you bought Vanguard. Like, there, you, there's no way to get Vanguard for free. You have to pay $60 for it. And I didn't pay $60 for it. I haven't played it. I've watched gameplay, and I don't intend to buy it. Yeah, I'm not... I'm. This is, like, the first time I'm not buying a Call of Duty since, like, Advanced Warfare. Yeah, and this will be a, this will be a first not-buy for me since Black Ops 2. Bro, that was... That's, a, like, was it 2012, so... Almost a decade ago. Yeah, almost. That's That's scary. But it's just, like... I mean, even so, like, the problem with Halo Infinite's multiplayer being free is that they have the worst, just absolutely garbage customization system. 
Yeah, especially like, being a kid that grew up, like, Reach wasn't, the like, the last game to come out. Like, Reach was one of the first ones I played. They really did flounder on the customization in this game. Like, especially because the first the first season is Heroes of Reach. Why didn't you just start, like, Master Chief Collection has a direct copy-paste Halo Reach customization. Why didn't you just put that in Halo Infinite? Because you can't make money off that. Yeah. They want you to buy, like, they want it to be that, like, if you want any of the cool armor, you have to buy, like, the $20, $10 packs. And even the Battle Pass, which I got for, was like, 10 bucks. half of the, half the Halo Reach armor is just missing. Most of it's just, like, like uh, XP boosts or, like, challenge skips. And it's like, yeah. that's garbage. Well, no, there's Reach armor in it, but it's, like, what, you can get the Recon Helmet... You can get the Eva stuff, and then everything else is just somebody that one of the campaign members have. Like yeah, you basically you get like a couple helmets, and then you get like the outfits for the uh, the Reach, like for George Carter. And yeah, those are those are really cool because they come with custom uh, like armor paint jobs. But also, I don't know. I feel like there was like so much customization in Reach, and they just didn't implement it in the season named after it. Yeah, and then for like you don't get XP for doing well in a match. Which is just dumb. Because even in the like in the Master Chief Collection, you can complete challenges to get more of those credits, but you can also just earn them by playing. Yeah, you don't get well, and well, Master Chief Collection is different because you can get it from campaign challenges, firefight challenges, multiplayer, That's all true. that. But you also get it every time your like your account levels up. So no matter what game you're playing, if you reach another rank, you get one, and you can spend it on any battle pass. In this. It doesn't work that way, which I don't really like. I wish they did. I wish they did just an exact copy of Master Chief Collection because that's the that's the only battle pass that I've like done and actually enjoyed doing it. Like well, the yeah, challenges are fun, free. and you can pick <laughs> Master well, Chief yeah. Collection battle passes are all free. That's true. I, I'd pay ten dollars for a battle pass identical to that. No, it's it's great, especially in the multiplayer selection is great too because you can just select because. In Halo Infinite, I mean, they just added the Slayer the Slayer play- playlist, so you can, like, do those individually, but you want to do quick play or big team battle, you don't get a choice what game you're getting. So if your challenge is, oh, like, play an oddball match, you better hope you get an oddball match, because you can't select it. Yeah. And I get it, it, like, makes it so that there's more people in those, like, less popular game modes, but, yeah, like... Yeah, but the thing is, the game's free, and it's cross-platform. There's a ton of players playing every game mode. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter. People will be playing oddball. I'm, like, okay, I'm okay with waiting 20 more seconds for loading to play an oddball match if I want to play oddball. Yeah, I don't know. But hopefully that's something that gets fixed in the future. I'm not going to go super into this, but the weapons are... A lot of them are pretty lackluster to me. Yeah, there's some really good ones. Some are not so great. Yeah. But, you know, that's an every shooter. There's always going to be Yeah, I don't know. The other, the other Halo games, though, there's not weapons that are, like, a guaranteed... Like, this... Like, like... The power weapons obviously are going to be good, but like the random spawns, like you could get the needler or you could get the disruptor, and like there's a very clear difference between the two of those. Like yeah. the disruptor is basically unusable unless you want to kill a vehicle, and the needler is basically a free like free kills. I think as the game goes on, though, they'll fix some of the balancing issues with the weapons, and you know, just to wrap up multiplayer, like the actual gameplay is excellent. They just have to fix the things surrounding it, like the customization and, like, the selection. Like, I want to see Infected. I want to see King of the Hill. I want to see Team Snipers, 2v2s. Yeah, I agree. Which, I'm, though, this, this is the problem with gaming in general, is that, like, 
eventually I'm sure the game will be really good when they add all this stuff in. But the problem is that same thing with Battlefield, it happened with Battlefront 2, even No Man's Sky, like all these games, like they're missing just so much content at launch. And then eventually you'll get the content. We got to wait a couple years. But the thing I'll, I'll say about Halo is Halo does is not a yearly release type thing. And it's got a really strong fan base. Like, People were playing Halo 5 last year for some reason. People are still playing Halo 5. Yeah, well, that's a big competitive multiplayer scene, I think. But, you know, people. I think people will hang on, and there's not so much content missing from this game that, like, people are just going to be like, oh, okay, well, I'm done. Because even though there's not a whole bunch of content, the multiplayer is still consistently fun. They just need to add to it now to keep the ball rolling. Yeah, I just, you know... Maybe we're too maybe we're too old and cynical now, but I miss the days. You get Halo Reach, you get everything. You get everything. What, what do you mean too old and cynical? You mean you miss the days when you bought a game and you got the whole game when you put the disc in? Yep. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That's that's. Uh, I guess that's a thing of the past, unfortunately. Yeah, that's that's the idealism of a game. Maybe I don't know six seven years customization ago. Customization makes if you can sell the game half baked and still get the same amount of people buying it. Might as well. Yeah. Well, I think people are finally starting to stand up to the big companies like EA and Activision with the sales not doing so well for yeah. either 2042 or Vanguard, which I... Well, they're still going to sell very well, but let's hope, because that's really the only thing these companies will listen to is if... is money. Like, don't buy these games if you... If you, if you believe in having a complete product, do not buy these games. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing is like... I guess it's like they saw what happened with Cyberpunk, and they were like, all right, well, we just can't do that bad then. They were like, we just need the game to be better than that. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just going to throw this in there. Have you played Cyberpunk at all recently? Nope. No, they started patching it a little over a year ago. Or well over a year ago. It came out last March, didn't it? No. no I think it's almost two years old. Yeah. Almost almost two, two years ago, they made their promises, and they were like, we're going to start patching it. The game still doesn't function correctly because people gave up on it. Was it a year ago? I think it's a no, year old. a year ago. It came out a year ago. Yeah. So a year of patches, and uh, they patched it just back in September, and it still isn't functional the way it was meant to be when it came out. And you know what? Games like that, I was excited for that game. Companies should just wait until the game's finished to put it out. I would have rather waited a year and had Cyberpunk be this like blockbuster amazing game that's complete then it launched in the state it did. Here's the thing. It's just like the Miyamoto quote. It's very famous. A delayed game is eventually good. A rushed game is forever bad. Yep. So a direct quote from him. Yeah, that's that's true. So, I don't know. Let's well, hope that some of these companies finally wake up and uh, listen. But you know, let's move on to the campaign because I think we have a lot of good things to talk about. Yeah, well, what are your initial thoughts? I'm a little bit farther than you, and I want to know what you think so far. Yeah, I'm about, I'd say like a third through, I think. It's probably fair. I don't know how many missions there are. Neither do I, but um, <laughs> let's just let's talk about the first couple missions that are actually that don't take place on the ring. Because I I've played the first couple missions, and what do you, it, every mission takes place on the ring. No, the first two take place in space. Oh, that's right. And on the ships, and uh, just I don't know. I was just like, I booted up, started playing those two missions, and I really liked it. Like it felt like I was playing Halo again. Yeah, exactly. You, the thing is about this one, you boot it up and it feels like Halo again. It doesn't feel, I don't know, Halo 4 and 5, it felt off. Yeah, it's just, there's something a little, there's just like, everything seemed a little weird. Like, the weapons were all slightly different. The, like, the graphics and, like, 
art direction was completely different. And it, it felt like more of like a copy of Halo. Yeah. Well, this one feels like Halo. Well, no, this feels like Halo being reborn. Like the they've gone back to a return to form in not only the art style, which is my favorite part. I'm so happy to have the old chief back. Uh, the it new looks armor, so good. The, the new armor just it looked weird. It was like I don't know. I guess it was because, like, during the time that Halo 4 came out, there was, like, this trend where everything had to be, like, super futuristic and stuff, and they had to take this game that's 100 years ahead of us already and jump it even farther into the future. Like, I don't know. It was it was weird, and they finally, like, they fixed the way the game looks, and I think that's the biggest thing that contributes to it feeling like Halo again. I mean, I, don't know. I love the, oh, is it the Slipspace engines, the new engine they created for this game? Because I know, I know that was like the reason. That was part of the reason it took so long to make this game. Is they had to make an, They made a new gaming engine from scratch, but it looks so good. It really does. And I play on last gen. I play on the Xbox One. Yeah, I, I'm playing on the Series X. It looks really good. It looks really good on last gen. Because that was one of the things that 343 came out and said they didn't want it to be like Cyberpunk. They wanted to actually run well on last gen consoles. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Because the thing is. A few studios have said that. They just actually followed through on it. Like, they, it actually looks good, and I haven't had it crash or anything once playing on last gen. So, I'm ha- I'm happy with the way it's performing. No, the, the, I think the, in terms of, like, how it runs the campaign, they did a really good job with that. And I just, it's fun to play. Like, all the weapons, like, they seem like Halo. Like, the Forerunner weapons didn't feel like Halo. No. Having just the Sentinel Beam back as the Forerunner weapon feels so much better and the new weapons in the campaign the shock weapons actually are more useful i like the campaign because every weapon can be used whereas in the multiplayer it's i mean it's a little easier to balance weapons in pve anyway that's that's true but i don't know it it makes me happy to see that like you know you're on the ring again the campaign is like the campaign is also a return to form where you're there to destroy the ring you've got the forerunners that i don't want to spoil but the Forerunners are back, not in the extent they were in Halo 4, but the way they were more in Halo 1. Yeah, they like they play like the outside role, kind of. Yeah. I don't know, it's just like, everything just feels better. And it's just like, it's the gameplay is just so much fun. Especially the grappling hook, I love it. The grappling hook is the best feature. They've it. It's like Halo Just Cause. It's an open world game, and you run around with the grappling hook. And... Yeah, it's like that one mission from Halo 1 where you had to go around and like rescue the marines. It's just like, just the whole map. Though. Yeah, exactly. Except it's the whole map, and it's like a whole game. And like, I love the sections where you go around, you fight a boss, and then if you kill that boss, you get their like, like weapon variant. That's oh like a, yeah, the unique weapons. Those make the game so much more enjoyable to me because like, there's the ones you get through the uh, capturing the forward operating bases, where you know, like, I don't know if you have them yet, but like the upgraded assault rifle and sidekick and the shotgun and all those things. They're like, they're actually, they feel like an upgrade, you know? When you use them, you can tell that it's a better version and it's not just a weapon skin. And the same goes for all the uh, the Covenant weapons that you, well, not really Covenant, but the banished weapons you can get from the bosses that you kill, like, out in the open world. Yeah, the only, they only have the Covenant weapons for, or they're not, I guess they're not the Covenant, but you know what I mean, banished. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about that? In terms of, like, the Covenant not being in the game? The, co- the Covenant no longer being around. I mean, it's like the same enemies so 
It's like, it doesn't like feel any different because they're still fighting like grunts and jackals and brutes and elites. No, no, no. But I mean, story-wise, how do you feel about that? I, I'm all right with it because they had, because the whole point is that there's, this game still comes after Halo 5. So they, they're still, like Halo 4 and 5 still happened. So they couldn't just be like, oh, pretend those games don't exist anymore. Covenant back, standard. Because that just, that wouldn't make any sense. So I think they did the right thing where they, kept like the same enemies but like have a new faction that like is separate that kind of like broke off from the covenant and it just makes logical sense like the prophets lost so it makes sense that there'd be another like a new faction of the covenant called the banished that like doesn't like hates the prophets because they basically failed and also like disregards basically they're kind of disregarding what happened you don't need to play halo 4 and 5 to understand this game at all yeah, it's very much a standalone. I mean, I played half of Halo 5, and I barely understood it anyway. I, I watched the whole thing, and I still have no recollection of what but happened. I, I actually... It's not that I'm alright with it. I actually... I really like The Banished. No, The Banished because is cool. Because if I, if I recall, for the first time since Halo 2, we fight elites and brutes in the same, in the same like, combat situations. Uh, we didn't reach, too. But, that, I mean, like, in order... Halo 2 was the last time there was, like, fighting be- where you could fight Brutes and Elites. Yeah, th- but also in Halo Reach, um, they were very separated. Like, you fought the Elites in most missions, and then there were a couple missions with Brutes, and even in Firefight, the rounds with Brutes, there were not Elites. In this, it's more of, like, one big army, and, like, the Grunts are, like, the ones that kind of follow the Brutes around in little squads, and the Elites are these, like, lone lone fighter things that you have to deal with. And they're a lot harder. Yeah, because especially, like, the one aspect that they brought in that is... There's just a lot of, like, aspects updated in this game that, like, like boss fights are are a ton of fun. Like, you've never really had, like, a boss fight like this in any other Halo game. No. I, the closest thing you could come to is maybe the Guilty Spark fight, but that... Yeah, but that's not the same, though. But that was nothing like it. I mean, Guilty Spark, you basically just shoot him three times with the Spartan laser and you win. This is something else. This is like... I like the variety of bosses. Like you have the elite like with the ca- active camo. Then you have the brutes with like the... Uh, what is it called? Like It's kind of like the... Oh, the scrap, the scrap, the scrap cannon. cannon. Yeah. And then they also use the, the ravenger. And it's just like... The bosses are like different unique. And my favorite boss, the, the worst enemy in the game, the sniper jackal. Oh, they made some... Sniper Jackals are the worst. We're playing on Heroic for, like, our first playthrough. The gr- the grown-up difficulty. Grown-up difficulty. Yeah. Uh, come on, let's be real here. If you're not 15, you should be playing on Heroic. No, no, we, no you can't make fun of people who are playing on normal. Just let them enjoy the game. Yeah. Oh, come on. It's more fun on Heroic. It's. I, I personally enjoy it more on Heroic because it's a little more challenging. But, like, you can't make... Some people just, just want to shoot aliens without ever That's dying. That's true. That's fair. All right, yeah. So just yeah, let people have it. I don't know. Just I let them let them run through basically as God and destroy everyone. I my, let... my favorite thing is the legendary one where it's like if you like select legendary, like little description of it is like, "Oh, we hope you love sniper jackals." Is that really what it is? Yeah, because I think it's basically you're dead, like one shotted. Uh, on heroic, you can get one shotted by sniper jackals. Usually, it's two shots. One shot no, will, no, like, no. destroy your no, armor. No, 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 but if... Okay, well, yeah, it's not necessarily one-shotted, but if you're fighting other enemies and you get hit by a sniper jackal, you're, like, instantly dead. They are the most annoying enemy in the game. Because I'll just be like, if you don't see it, and they see you yeah, first, the you're br- dead. the brute snipers really aren't that frustrating because 
their reload is really long. The they, shock, they usually the shock have a rifles, skewer anyway. Yeah, and if they're using the shock rifle, it's not nearly as effective as the sniper jackals are. Plus, like either way, the the what is it the um the stalker rifle has the fastest fire rate on all of those. Like you, if you get, if you get hit once and you live, the second shot is gonna kill you, and they're hard to dodge unless you use the grappling hook to get out of the way. That's my favorite part about the game is just like, oh, I'm dying. Time to grapple away. That and the drop shield. The thrust and the threat sensor you might as well just not use. Yeah, grappling hook's really the only ability you need. That's it's true. It's the best ability. Oh, it's easily the best ability. It's the first one I upgraded. It's so much fun. You've seen like the videos on YouTube of people just like using the grappling hook in creative ways and just like launching themselves across the yes, entire map. Yes, I saw the one of the guy and he like throws a warthog off the map and just and then he grapples the to it and he just flies all the way across the end of the map. Like I don't know, it's just see you you couldn't do that sort of stuff in Halo Four and Five. They couldn't just, like, explore and have fun. And, well, like, do stupid shit like that. Yeah, the levels were a little more linear, and those also didn't have the, um... I like this one because you go around and you can collect the skulls in the world. Just before this, I collected the skull right by the two red hunters. Oh, dude, the hunters. Though, the hunters are uh, interesting in this game. I... Okay, but I have to say, I'm happy they... I'm not happy... I think it's cool that they upgraded the Hunters and made an even harder version. Yeah, because honestly, it makes sense that they would have armor on their backs that they don't in any other game for yeah, some it's like, reason. Yeah, it's like they finally solved the problem. They're like, like, hey, this dude just keeps walking behind them and shooting them. Oh, just throw some armor on there. Problem solved. <laughs> yeah, well, that makes sense. You have to shoot off the armor and then kill the Hunters. But also now, like, instead of their, their, like, their hand, which is their blaster, instead of just firing one slow shot every couple seconds, they can do rapid fire now. And it makes sense fires. that if you, because they're always in pairs of two, so if you kill one hunter, the other one will charge at you and is way more aggressive. That just makes sense. Yeah. Oh, see your, yeah. See your best friend die in the battlefield. You're not going to be like, oh, what a shame. I'll just continue fire slowly. So hopefully Master Chief doesn't come with a shotgun to my back. No. Oh, yeah. I like I like the enraged hunter mechanic, though, that they like. I, they get aggressive. It's not like a slight difference where like they start shooting more often they're like right on top of you and they do not let up because i feel like usually in previous halo games i see hunters and be like oh okay i'll just like i'll just have to put a little more effort into killing them if i see a hunter in this game i'm like oh shit like like this area is like the difficulties increased a lot especially if there's other enemies around them the only time I've ever experienced that is like Halo Reach with like eight skulls on. Yeah, heroic. when we when we played through it with all those skulls on, it was the the hunters were a lot yeah, more. Yeah, remember the Pillar of Autumn mission where it was like the two hunters in the middle. We had like we were heroic like eight to ten skulls on, and we just could not kill the hunters. Yeah, they're they're unforgiving, but in this game, because we had the ammo mod on, so we had like literally no ammo. Oh yeah, the, yeah. This game, the hunters are. They're interesting. They're definitely. I'm not gonna say they're harder. But they're definitely, like... They're, they're harder. No. They definitely are. No. Because either way, it's, you just have to use a different strategy. Like, like, Halo... Have you ever fought the Hunters in Halo 1? Yeah, I have. Yeah, you can one-shot them with the Magnum. On Heroic. You can shoot them one time in the back and they die. Yeah, so they're easier you in know? Halo 1. No. Halo 1, they're, like, a hundred times easier. But Halo Reach, I'd say they're... They can, they're comparable. Yeah, but they're only... Only if you're on, like, Heroic with a ton of skulls. Yeah, no, even on regular Heroic. Because you know what I have noticed from the Hunters... They do not use their melee as much in this. Yeah, well, only if they're, like, charging you, they will. Even when they charge you, they don't really melee. The difference is that you can, like, get around them with your grappling hook. So that provides you, like, more mobility, I guess, but... 
Yeah. Oh, the movement is so smooth in this game. And I think they did, like, the, uh, the quote ADS correctly. How you can, like, it's got, like, the slight zoom, but it really doesn't affect the weapon that yeah, much. Yeah, I like it. Instead of instead of just pure aiming down sights, it's yeah. like... Well, like, Halo 5, like, you could put a red dot sight on your assault rifle. No, like, that was stupid. No. I, like the, I like the way they did it in this yeah. game. Like, kept Halo, Halo. The guns are... You get the gun, and that's it. And then there's the upgraded versions in the campaign, but that's and all you get. if you really like the original controls, you can switch to them. You really? don't have... Yeah, you can switch to the original. Oh, I didn't know that. So if, if you want if you want Zoom to be like pushing the stick, it, you can do that. You want grenade to be LT, sure. And crouch to be the left stick. Yeah, I mean they had Halo hasn't been known for having the most fluid controls, but it, there's it has its charm. All right, but to be fair, how often do you use crouch? You know, like in the older games, you really you don't need to crouch. You never crouch. Aim down sights is exclusively for like the sniper rifle and the rocket launcher, or like the DMR. But even the DMR can easily be used without the sight. Like, yeah. I mean, they did a really good job updating the mechanics of Halo to feel more modern, but still feeling like Halo. Yeah, it, I don't know. I think they got it just right with this game. I, I mean, really, I hope like, they. I have my criticisms of three, four, lots of criticisms of this company, but I gotta give them credit. They, they've stuck with the franchise. They could have given up and just put out another yeah. terrible product, but they actually, they've been listening to the fans. They've put a, like, a lot of feedback, and I, I a year from now, I think the game is going to be really excellent. Well, you do have to kind of, you have to, you can't give 343 as much criticism, I think, as some people might, because the other thing was 343 got Halo right after Reach was the end of the series. Like, you play if you look at it reach all the way through halo 3 it is a like perfect seamless story and it has a de- like a definitive beginning and end and that's it you yeah know? it's a good complete story and then 343 gets it from microsoft and microsoft's like hey we want you to do another halo and they've got to figure it out like they've got to figure out how to pick up this story that's that's over yeah, that's i'm pretty done. sure microsoft just created the studio to make halo like it didn't yeah. exist before then no 343 didn't make games before halo yeah so you know it's, it took a couple bumps. They weren't just going to magically figure it out perfectly first time. But I think, especially with, you know, in the... Because this first season is six months, and then we get co-op campaign in May. And I'm curious how they're going to do it. Because, again, it's not just like, oh, we'll do the missions. Maybe they'll set it. Maybe they'll have it. So, like, oh, you can select each mission you want to do, and that'll be co-op. I, I hope they have that option, because... They, well, they can do it similar to Far Cry, which just join the other's game. Like, yeah, because, well, yeah, the only problem is even Far Cry, the, when you play a story mission it is much more linear than this like in this a lot of story missions are done out in the open world where like the one i'm on now i don't remember the name of it but it's like go to these three locations and do a thing and then like and then that's the mission like the whole first part so they'd have to do it more in a way like far cry where well, i think that's why it was like pushed back anyway because they couldn't like it's not just like other Halos where, you, oh yeah, you can just do a story mission and do what you can play. Because it's open world, it makes it a little more difficult to do a co-op. Because also, like, both people would want to, both people want to, like, save progress on their campaign if they're playing together. Yeah, that's true. Well, I'm wondering if it's something that it might only save for the person who's hosting. Yeah, or, I, I don't know how it's going to work. Or if, like, the uh, the Valor points go to both people, like your valor still carries over See, this is what i hope i hope they keep adding stuff to this world because you have this like great sandbox this great world like 
add more missions, add more stuff. Like maybe add do a flood DLC. Add a new area. Yeah, add new areas. Add a flood DLC. Add a like a I don't know what's you can just like because I want to see more like environments. Like add a desert area. Like add a maybe you can't really do a city on a ring, but you know what I mean. Yeah. You can have more. I, I get it. Like rings are like the that's like one of the issues is that like every environment's the same. It's just like mountains and grass. Uh, well, in Halo One, you had desert missions, you had snow missions. Like, yeah, add like add a one of the banished ships. Like, go onto it. Like, make that an explorable area. Like a big banished ship. That'd be pretty cool. Or like the crashed Infinity. Like we haven't really gone to. Exp- I mean, unless that's in the game. I guess I wouldn't know. But uh, oh no, you can get to the crashed Infinity. Yeah, and can, you, can you go inside of it? There's small parts you can get into, but mm-hmm. not much. I want the Infinity is like the biggest ship in all of Halo. I want to like go inside of it. Yeah, that'd be that would be pretty cool. Like add more environments like that, and yeah. then we get I think Forge three months after a co-op campaign, which I really hope they add Firefight with that too. That seems like a natural thing to add with Forge is Firefight. That's like the main thing I'm, I feel like is missing from this game is Firefight. Firefight's only been in a couple Halo games though. Okay, but it's been the last two. Not even I mean, Halo Four had the Spartan Ops, which is very similar. No, it was no, just like a linear. It was, no, it was not Firefight. like no even. The Halo 5's version of Firefight was not really like Firefight, because the only two that are true, like, Firefight game modes are Halo 3 ODST and Halo Reach. Both of those are over 10 years old. Truth be told, we might not see Firefight. I hope we do, but we might not. Honestly, just take a section of the campaign map, make a Firefight. It cannot be that difficult. Or at the very least, let people make them with Forge. Hopefully, if not, people will make their own Firefight maps and Forge you can play them. That would, that would be cool. I'd really like if you could do, like, Forgeable Firefight. Because I've heard the custom games basically don't work. Ooh. Is that, like, they basically... Because, like, obviously they're going to focus more on campaign multiplayer. That custom games come in left to the side. Like, they're still there. Like, half the time they'll either crash or you can't save any of your custom... Like, you have all these settings, you can't, like... You have issues, like, saving them. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, so hopefully they can fix that. But, you know, there's a lot of exciting stuff in 2022 that is coming to this game. It's just, I don't know how exactly they're going to be implemented. Forgeable AI is a must. It just is. They cannot have it, right? No, they definitely could not have it. Like, they might not put it in there, but come on. It's not a need, but it would be a really cool thing for them to throw in. It has to be in there. Well. If they're going to make us wait an additional nine months for Forge, you better be putting Forgeable AI in there. Forgeable AI... That's like the number one Forge request in the Halo community. That's true. Well, you know, I'd like to move on, sort of. I hope Halo Infinite is kind of a a, 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 a nudge, a reminder to Microsoft, maybe to, uh, you know, as an Xbox player, put out more exclusives, put out good ones, like... Like this. Because the thing is, like, I love Xbox, because it's the, the console I grew up with, but... Like, they're getting torn apart by Sony with their exclusives. Like, I, I, I mean, I think Microsoft's like whole plan is that they're moving away from this with because they're, they're focusing on Game Pass and then compatibility with PC. I know, kind of having like an ecosystem because they're gonna do the cloud gaming, where they can play on your phone and yeah. stuff. I don't know. The thing is, though, they just they own so many studios. Yeah, they just bought that Bethesda. Make, they just bought Bethesda and Obsidian. Like that, that's why I think that new Starfield game from Bethesda. I think that's going to be Xbox PC exclusive. Like, I don't prob- think it's going to be on PlayStation. But the thing is, like these studios that have made such good games and they haven't put anything out. Like this is the first Halo game, like you said, in six years. 
and there's no microtransactions in the Master Chief collection, so, like, it's not really like they're making any money off that, like, this is it. Like, this is the first time they've put out a game that's exclusive to Xbox and PC now. Yeah, let's hope this is a continuation, like, I hope this becomes a trend of, like, releasing yeah. better exclusives, well, and put them well, on Game Pass, because then people will play them. Well, the a rumor I heard, um, which I kind of hope so, just to kind of uh, reinvigorate the the whole, the Xbox community... If the new Elder Scrolls is an exclusive, it could be because they own Bethesda. They might. I don't know. That would piss a lot of people off, though. If it's if that's, it doesn't that's, come to PlayStation, that's true. But it's also PC. Like PC is the biggest market. You know, does it matter what PlayStation thinks if all of the Xbox players can play it and everyone on PC can play it? I don't know. That'll be interesting. I'm almost certain that Starfield will be exclusive because it's a new IP. There's no like previous game that was on PlayStation, so I think. That they can more easily put that as an exclusive than Elder Scrolls, because every other Elder Scrolls is on PlayStation. No. Aren't they? Oblivion isn't. I don't think Morrowind is. I'm pretty sure Oblivion you could play on the PS2, right? I don't think so. I thought those were exclusives on the first Xbox. Is it? I don't think so. But any- but anyway. um. No, it was on PlayStation 3. Oh, it was on PS3? No, I don't think any other... No, none because they didn't really have a relationship with Xbox. I don't think any of them are exclusive. Yeah, well, the thing I'm hoping for, even be it an exclusive or not, Xbox, or well, Microsoft, owns Obsidian and Bethesda. I really want a Fallout New Vegas 2 or a a remaster of that game because it's my it's my favorite Fallout game. And, like, they own they own the property for it. Why aren't you making it? It's everyone's favorite game. I know you haven't played it, but every Fallout player I've met, that's the that's the best one. Yeah, I've heard a lot of praise for that game. They might. I mean, I know Obsidian's doing uh, Outer Worlds two right now. Yeah, I. The thing is, I'm not really excited for Outer Worlds two because I played most of the first one. It, it was, was good. good. I, it was good, but it wasn't this like I don't know. It, it wasn't revolutionary. It it's yeah. just like their main like gimmick was like you could kill any character it was basically it was like fallout in space yeah it was it was good game like it's a good game if you like original like if you like fallout 3 in new vegas you'll probably really like outer yeah, worlds outer worlds was really good and i don't know i'd probably for like the gameplay and stuff i'd probably tie it with fallout 4 but like fallout 4 was also more connected like there were returning characters and stuff that made it a little more entertaining to me but you know, I ho- I just I hope they start doing stuff with like Bethesda and Obsidian and making exclusives. Yeah, Microsoft because... owns, I think, is now after their purchase of Bethesda, is the largest gaming company in the world. Like they own the most studios. Compared yeah, to any yeah, other. and they're not, and they're not putting out exclusives. Yeah, a they're, lot, not, they're not putting out games at well, all. They, well, they did with Rare is they basically made they made Rare after they bought it from like Banjo Kazooie. They had them do a bunch of like Connect games, and then eventually they let them do Sea of Thieves. But like. Yeah, Microsoft see, has the it's the stereotype that they take a gaming company and then they make them do like put out bad games. Yeah, like Sea of Thieves isn't even really that good. Yes, yeah, it's another case of like yeah, it launched, it was pretty bad, and now there's a lot more content. But it's like you know, a lot of times it's too little, too late. Like a well, couple years down the line. The other thing is though, like there's more content, but like how much more? Because still the whole base of it is there's, say- there's a there's enough more that if the game released. With the amount of content it has now on release day, like when it originally came out, I think people would have been a lot more accepting of the game. Yeah, well, I mean, there's still a lot of people that play it. It's just that, like, 
you know. It has a pretty loyal fan base. Well, yeah. I play it time to time for like an eight-hour day because it takes eight hours to do yeah. two missions. Do you know what the time to beat that game is? So I'm a pirate legend. I don't know how you did that. Yeah, me, me and me and my friend, we just grinded that game because there's literally nothing else to play. So we're like, all right, we'll just become pirate legends. We grinded that game. Maybe, maybe one day I'll be as good as you. I mean, but, it doesn't really require skill. It's just like, oh, go to the island, get the things, repeat. Yeah, that's the whole gameplay loop. That's all the game True. is. Some of the tall tales are actually pretty fun, though. Yeah, I mean, the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff they added was fun. Oh, yeah, that, that, actually, all of that was really fun. I really enjoyed yeah, it. That, that was a really good crossover. I liked I liked doing all that. Oh, yeah, crossover that, like, for some reason wasn't just the whole point of the game. Why didn't they just make a Pirates of the Caribbean game? Disney wouldn't allow them. Yeah, but they did eventually. It, that the, the pirate stuff was actually really great, and that was, if I recall, that was when they had the most players too. Pro- yeah, no, because they added a ton of content with it. And it yeah. was all free. Yeah, and it was free content. I don't know. I I just feel like you know, and even that that was one of their latest exclusives, and that was how many years ago? Twenty sixteen. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that. That makes me feel so old. There's no way. Dude, see that, if dude, that is game is at, that game is at least four years old. No, no, no. March twentieth, twenty eighteen. That's not twenty eighteen. Really? So, so four almost years. four years old. Yeah. Four years. Okay, I was close. Almost four. You know, like I can't really think of any good exclusives since then. Still besides Halo old. Infinite, they just yeah. I want them to put more out there. They they should. But it's all going to be tied to Game Pass now and like that sort of stuff. Which I'm okay with. But make exclusives, throw I, them on Game honestly. Pass. I'll keep paying for it. Uh, I have a, no let's problem Let's take a look at this. Every 2022 Xbox exclusive currently known to be in development. Alright. <laughs> let's take a look at the list. Where is it? Oh, that might? No. I was one of the ones that... Oh yeah, Tunic. I have no idea what that is. Oh, it's similar to Zelda. Great. Oh, hooray. Similar to Zelda. Uh, Crossfire X in the Crossfire franchise. You familiar with that? I've heard that of Crossfire. That sounds familiar. I've never, I don't know what that is, though. I have no idea. Probably. Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl. Oh, maybe that'll be cool. I don't know. The follow-up <laughs> to the PC cult classic. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a if PC player. If it's a PC player. game, I wouldn't know it. Maybe it'll yeah, be good. So- Sony obviously has Spider-Man, Last of Us, Horizon, God of War. Which God of War is like the one that I'm a little jealous of, personally. Oh, yeah. Oh, one That game my, looks really good. My best friend has PlayStation, and I've played God of War a few times at his house. Man, it is a nice game. It is so well-polished. Okay, let's be fair. Just... Uh, X- I don't want to like put down... like Forza Horizon 5 just came out for Xbox, and it has gotten like amazing reviews that's true i don't like racing games though yeah like pers- like i don't really play racing games but i've heard like amazing things and apparently like the game is like really a lot of people think it should have like been nominated for game of the year you think it's you think a lot of people th- that were disappointed because they just threw it in the racing category basically saying racing games couldn't be on because to be fair a lot of times these award shows would do that like this game's in this genre it couldn't possibly be game of the year yeah only a certain type of game can be game of the year well, not, I don't know that it's only a certain type of game can, but, like... Yeah, they they usually, they usually, like, it's either, like, this nice big story game that's, like, released by Sony, or it's, like, a little indie game that has, like, a good message. I don't know. Well, the thing about, like, the racing games is, like, I... Would that really make game of the year? Like, because uh, I've what... heard really good things about it. A bunch of my okay. friends play it. Okay, and... I, haven't, I haven't played it, but what more can you do in that game besides driving around? No, there's a lot more stuff. 
it's like they have like entire like because you can like create your own to be fair like i i haven't really played the game but like you can get more than just cars in the game what else can you get i know you can get like houses and you can like customize like the world in some other ways and like there's like a lot of other there's like i don't think it's just like oh it's a standard race you just like i think there's different types of races too that's cool. I don't know. I just because it's more open world. It's not just like oh, because the regular Forza games I think are more standard racing. The no, Horizon I don't, ones. I don't know. There's there's a no. I think all the Forza Horizon games are they're all open world. Open world. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just that uh, I guess racing games don't appeal that much to me. Like I liked Mario Kart on the Wii. I haven't really had any interest in playing a racing game. Oh, since you know then. that Xbox uh, Fable. That's been that's a big Xbox exclusive. Oh yeah, Fable Four. I think. Cause that, they, is they, that about to come out, or did that just come out? No, no, they remember, they released a trailer, like, the Game Awards, like, a year or two ago, and there's been, like, nothing since. Uh, yes. Just, like, uh, another great, cla- or, uh, exclusive Gears of War. I haven't played the last two games, like, at all. I just haven't I think played that, I think there's a, because, well, Gears of War 5 was the last one. I think they're doing a sixth, I believe. Don't quote me on that, but I'm believe they're working on a sixth one because that is one of the xbox's more popular franchises oh yeah scorn oh, that sounds familiar i have no idea what that is oh that's a survival game oh well, maybe that'll be fun maybe it'll be fun like uh the the cult classic seven days to die oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah slime rancher 2 i'm excited for that is Slime Rancher is getting a sequel. Yeah, Slime Rancher is not is on PlayStation. Ex- I don't think. Is that an exclusive? That game, first Slime Rancher is amazing. Great little like for five bucks. Oh yeah, five five dollar game. game. This is an amazing. advertisement, not not a sponsored ad. Play it. It's so good. It's just like a really relaxing game, and it has like way more story and stuff than you. Not like a story, but it has like way more stuff to do than you'd like first imagine. Oh yeah, when I first downloaded it, I was like, I basically just like goofed around, and then I realized how much stuff there really is to do in it. Like you've got slime science, which was fun. That like I started getting into that right around oh, yeah, when it's I not, went. It's not. Uh, that's going to be an Xbox exclusive slime rancher too. I'm actually excited for that. Oh hey, look at that. Well, maybe we are getting a good. Oh exclusive no, they're doing a sequel to Ark Survival Evolved. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. You remember when I bought that game? Yeah, we basically would just create characters like with the funny. Yeah, we'd like, just make like super deformed, fucked up characters, and then mess around on a raft as them. Yeah. I mean, you went. I, I don't even remember the gameplay. I remember they updated the game quite a bit, but I don't know. I don't. It's a survival game, but like, I don't know. It's oh yeah, the weird. sequel to Hellblade, the saunas. You know the Hellblade one. You seen that? Because I remember the original came out on Xbox, and it was really uh, it got really good reviews. So I mean, there's. There's things coming out. Obviously, like, Halo's a staple of Xbox, so I'm not really expecting any franchise of that. Well, well I mean, Halo launched with yeah, the Xbox. Halo is, like, the Xbox franchise, so they're just, they don't really have anything as large as that. But I mean, Gears of War is probably the second biggest. Yeah, but now they own all these companies that make games that are as big sure, as you that. Have, you have Elder Scrolls, which is obviously bigger than Halo because it was a cross-platform franchise. So, I don't know. Like, Are they really daring it? Like, That'd be a very controversial move to put Elder Scrolls Six, which is people have been waiting. What when Elder when Skyrim come out like twenty thirteen? Skyrim is like twenty eleven or twenty twelve. Like, let's take a look at it. when Skyrim come out. November eleventh, two thousand eleven. Yeah, people have been waiting. Will be have wait. It's they've already waited. It's been ten years. 
I think, a couple more years. They're going to have to wait, like, what, 12, 13, 14 years for this game. And if you have a PlayStation 5, you won't be able to play it. I don't know. That's risky. How? Here's the thing. I don't know. Is here's It depends my on what Microsoft is, is prioritizes. Mic- is Microsoft going to lose money from that? It depends. Because all Are their they, players are going to play it. Everyone on PC is going to If they believe that they'll get more... If they believe that the number of people who will get an Xbox and Game Pass will make them more money than the sales from PlayStation, then they might do it. I mean, there are some diehard Skyrim fans out there. It's a big fan base of people that still I mean, they that. might they might see it as like, hey, you want Skyrim? Just get the Series S. It's only $300. Yeah. Or if you, I mean, if you have a PC anyway, you won't care. It's definitely coming out on PC. Don't PC worry about players that. don't care. They get like every game anyway. Yeah, they do. And even if you don't have, you know, PlayStation exclusive games, there's probably some shady backwater site you can get them from. <laughs> But that would be a big thing if they make it an Xbox exclusive. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. I, I honestly don't know. Like, Or like the next Fallout? They could. I don't know. I Okay, if they made... A, like, I don't think Fallout 6 would be, but if they made a spinoff like New Vegas 2 with Obsidian... I think that would... No, if, it's, if they do an Obsidian Fall, Vegas 2, that will almost certainly be Xbox exclusive. I wouldn't be surprised if they make it an exclusive. And that's the thing, like, if Xbox starts getting only the Bethesda games, like, if we're the only console that gets it, unless you're a PC player, that'll leave PlayStation fans that are, like, you know, the diehard Bethesda fans, the option of getting a PC or getting an Xbox, or not, or choosing to leave that I think that's why that they put the Series S there, because with PlayStation, you only have, like, the 500 and $400 versions with the disc or no disc. But I think the reason that Microsoft made the small, like, really tiny, still semi-powerful, it's not 4K, but... Semi-powerful, like three hundred dollar consoles, because like they they want to be an alternative option to someone who might already have a PC or might already have a PlayStation. Be like, just get the smaller console, then you can play Halo, then you can play Fable, then you can play Gears of War or Skyrim or Fallout, depending on what they put. Or, or Forza. Or Forza, yeah. Like it's <laughs> just you. It's just it's small, it's compact, and it's cheap, like relatively cheap compared. It's to... It's a lot cheaper than the current ones. The I think, current. I mean, that's why like, I have an Xbox. Like, yeah, PC gaming is all like a ton of stuff. Like, a lot more than, like, on consoles. But, like, I'm not going to buy a really expensive PC. I don't know. PCs are expensive. I like using controllers. I guess we're just too ingrained in the console culture. Yeah. I, that's, I mean, that's what I've always had. It's always been consoles. Too much of a console sheep to switch over to PC. You know, I have PC games on my on my desktop, but they're, like, all 10-year-old games. Like, like Postal 2 that, I, that, like, can run on a... Yeah, I used to play, I got when I, like, on my Mac, which can barely, barely handle PC games, or, or it's not PC, but, you know, like, Macs are not well known for handling gaming, especially mine, because I don't have a graphics card in it, <laughs> but I remember on my old Mac, I, I got Steam so I could download some Nautica. It didn't run well, but I still enjoyed it. Dude, on this Mac that I'm using right now, I can barely run Terraria on it. <laughs> If you got like the larger Mac that has a graphics card, you probably could run it fine. But no, my my friend has a desktop Mac that's three years old and he can't run Terraria on it. But des- I don't know if the desktops have a graphics card. It's really all about his does. Macs aren't exactly known for gaming, so I don't know. Maybe it's just a really bad graphics card. I have no idea. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Fable Four. This seems to be a big game. I I what is? I've never played a Fable game. Me neither. But apparently, a lot of people have been waiting a long time for this. So, well, you know what, listeners, if you're a Fable fan, comment and uh, let us know what all the buzz is about. And uh, with that, I think we're getting. 
pretty close to an hour here. An uh, hour? Well, yeah. we're at 47 minutes. So we are long... Well, actually, I think our first episode that we deleted is that, was like an hour and a half or something. That's not still around. What? That was this when we were first... Longest episode. Yeah, this is our longest episode so far. To be um, fair, we were talking about Halo, so... Yeah, well, yeah, Halo is something that's near and dear to our hearts. We could have like a five-hour conversation about that franchise. Probably, maybe, maybe uh, if we do a live stream, we could do that if people care that much about Halo. Yeah. But uh, you know, at that, I'd like to thank anyone who's listened this far for putting up with the longest episode yet. Um, hopefully, we'll be back in another week. the The break was temporary. We should be getting into more of a normal schedule now. Yeah, we'll try to upload a little more consistently. All right. Um, see you, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for listening.